Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Spark. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them across the UK. The story was told by Jess. At the Brixton Ritzy, when the theme was London. Hi, okay, so this is my first time telling a story, so be nice. I'm quite nervous. Um, So I'm going to go back to when I was at university and I was quite depressed. Um, I had really bad body dysmorphia. I sort of used to think that people would avoid me in the street because I was so ugly. I had a really hard time. So when it came to my master's and I met a boy who was interested in me, it was quite a big deal. I thought that I was sort of destined for a life of loneliness. And we started a relationship, but very quickly it turned quite sour and quite abusive. He would sort of always put me down. He'd say I was worthless, call me ugly, but he would also give me the attention that I'd sort of craved for so long. And he moved to London when we finished our master's and I'd always wanted to live in London. I only knew him and one other person here. So I managed to get myself a job and I moved in with him, which was a massive mistake. So I moved in with him for about six weeks and things got really, really nasty. He started getting physically abusive and eventually I ended up having to leave. I'm from quite a working class northern family back in Chesterfield in the north and my parents had put all the money they had in the world. They sold their motorbike, which they'd saved up for years for, to pay for my master's. And so leaving this guy's house, I had no money. I'd just started a job. As you know, like moving to London can be quite financially strenuous. And I didn't have, any, I didn't have anywhere to go. I was too embarrassed, too shy, too grateful to my parents for what they'd already done for me, for paying for my master's. I, I just, I just didn't, I just feel like I couldn't ask them for any more money. So I was kind of stuck. I spent a week with my friend, but then her housemates asked me for a couple of hundred pounds a week to stay on their sofa, which I just couldn't afford. I'd only been at this job about a month, six weeks. I didn't really know what to do, so... I went into work with all my suitcase, all of the belongings I owned in the world, and I was crying at work, and it was so bad that this woman sent me an email about a hotline to call for help. It was was a bit of a mess. And anyway, this girl at work came up to me, and she asked me what was wrong. Um, I told her 
everything that had happened about this relationship, about the fact I was essentially homeless. I had nowhere to go. I couldn't ask my parents for money. And she told me about a guy she was living with in Chiswick. His name was Peter. He was in his 80s and he lived in a massive mansion in Chiswick. And he basically took people in who were sort of had lost their way a little bit and they were at a loose end. So she took me to his house that evening. He he was a really, really warm, young at heart kind of guy. His wife had died a few years previously. He was quite lonely. And this house, he, he called it a B&B, but it wasn't really. But he had all these empty rooms and he just kind of wanted the company and to do some good things for people. So he let me stay at this house for £20 a week, <laughs> which in London is, ins- is insane. Um, I ended up staying in his son's bedroom, um, which was had dinosaurs all over the wall. It was incredible. It was painted in like the 1950s. The whole house was, as you would imagine, like a really old guy's house to be all these trinkets everywhere. Everything was really old fashioned. There was no TV. And I ended up spending two months there. He used to build hospitals in London in the 1950s and 60s. He told me stories about his how he met his wife when he bought a sailing boat and sailed around the Caribbean. And I went from this really, really dark place of being homeless, just come out of this abusive relationship, no money, and spent this couple of months with this absolutely incredible human being who, out of the kindness of his heart, just took people in. And it was really, really healing. Um, Sorry, I get a bit upset thinking about him. It was just so, it was such a kind, after I'd been through like so much with this really horrible person who I thought loved me and I had this warped sense of myself and he was just such a kind hearted person and being with these other people in this house who sort of had also lost their way and we just clubbed together and we bought dinner together all the time and cooked dinner and just sort of told each other our life stories. We didn't have the distractions of technology and it was one of the most wonderful transformative times of my life in the end I managed to find another place to live but I still didn't quite have the money together to pay for it and he wrote me out a check for 500 pounds to lend me the money so I could finally get a place of my own and it was just uphill from there and it just really restored my faith in humanity and I guess It just sort of made me realize that these little kind acts are so, so important. You can make such a big difference to somebody's life by just doing these little acts of kindness every day. And he really changed my life. So that's... That was Jess. Next up, Eleanor. With another story about London. Hi. So I'm from London, and um, one really London thing about me, which I think is quite embarrassing sometimes, is I used to work at Buckingham Palace. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, guys. Um, and so people get a bit confused when I say that, and they're like, oh my God, what? And I'm like, no, I just worked in the gift shop. It's okay. <laughs> Did it for three summers, and retail is trash, so um, it was not fun. Um, so I started working there I was 17 turning 18 so it was just before I went to university and I was like this is going to look so good on my CV um, so I was very excited didn't really know what to expect basically everyone is students or they're retired so mainly it's just a lot of drinking over the summer so it's a lot of young people it's very fun basically everyone is sleeping together which is Quite a feat. I don't know if you've ever been to the staterooms in summer. You wear a three-piece woolen suit 
And if it rains, you get a woolen cape. So honestly, it is actually outstanding that people are actually having sex with each other. Um, yeah, I started working there when I was 17, turning 18. And this is the one time I've actually experienced, I think, like love at first sight. I saw this guy and I was absolutely obsessed with him. But all because I had a boyfriend. Um, it's okay, though, because the year before this, he told me we were going to break up when we went to uni. So it's okay. We had like a couple more months. Um, I was free soon. So yeah, so I met this guy and was absolutely obsessed with him and had this whole situation where we were friends and just end up somehow just just us two at a pub after everyone had gone home. Um, but he was with someone else and I was with my boyfriend. And we kept in touch and for maybe like three months of the first year of uni, we would speak every morning and we'd text all day and then we'd have a call before bed. He still had a girlfriend. Um, I worked there for three summers actually and so the... Th- the second summer, he wasn't there. Um, but the third summer, he was back. And so it was very much wanting to see him. It was exciting. We were both single, same city, same place, same time kind of thing. We're in London. We're in that woolen suit. Um, and he was just being a bit shit. He'd just come back from America. He wasn't really making plans. And there was someone else from the year before that was quite interested in me. So I was like, well... I'm going to go have sex with him then. So when um, went to his family home in Ealing, which is one end of the Piccadilly line. I live on the very other end of the Piccadilly line. Um, so went to his house to have sex with him after work. It was the, also, so it was very exciting for us all at the palace. It was the day that um, Kate Middleton gave birth to uh, the first child. We were all very excited, yeah, I know. Um, I remember it well. Um, And so I remember being at his family home. His family were in. They were in bed, it's fine. Um, But I remember... (laughs) It's actually so embarrassing. Um, I remember thinking I'm, like, really cool. And so I was like, where was one place in your house that you've always wanted to have sex? And he was, like, on the coffee table in my living room. I was like, well, that's where we're going then. (laughs) (laughs) And so in the mid, like, walking through his house naked, downstairs to have sex with him on his coffee table in the living room. Um, Then, yeah, that was interesting. The next morning then, also realising that his parents were in. um, And so having having a shower, getting ready, whatever. His mum then driving us, well, driving me, sorry, to the station. So having to meet her, meet the whole family. And then that guy that I was obsessed with had already texted me. And so I went to go meet him and um, then had sex with him. But not, don't worry, guys. It was after midnight, so it wasn't actually the same 24 hours. So <laughs> fuck you. Um, I'm a classy lady. And I, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> so the funny thing was, though, I found out I was pregnant. Who was it? I know. Um, so that was a fun situation four months later. Thought it was obviously the girl I was obsessed with. You know, we'd started a relationship. You know, we met at Buckingham Palace. What a great story to tell our child. Um, yeah, it turns out that's not, that was not the situation. And uh, had to go through this, like, really odd situation of, like, this whole fun summer. And then reality really does hit when you're having to um, have a paternity test done. Um, I do not have a five-year-old. And that was actually a very good decision for me. But has kind of opened up a lot more doors 
for me and actually has kind of come full circle and um the job I now do is talking to people about sexual health and um (laughs) using condoms is a really big part of my job which you'll be glad to know thank you (laughs) thanks for listening to spark true stories if you love the podcast we have big news our podcast turns 10 this year And to celebrate, Spark will be hosting a night of simply the best stories. At this year's Underbelly Festival, Southbank. Grab your tickets to this live podcast best of at underbellyfestival.co.uk. Searching Spark London, simply the best. Or visit stories.co.uk for more details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.